0: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, Evan playing us in, I like it. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Galloway and Isabel podcast. My name is Thomas Galloway, to my right is Evan Isabel. How are you, Evan? I am a little tired, I just had my first week of university school at Iowa State. That's right, that's right. Um, But he's doing well, he's going to recover, he'll be fine. We're going. Noah, Galloway, to my left, how are you? Doing great, starting my senior year in high school on Wednesday. Nice. Looking forward to you being over. (laughs) okay let's go okay let's go today we are going to talk about food i have a piece of paper and has food questions and has food theories and we'll go through those and before that i have a big announcement but before the big announcement this podcast is brought to you by morning bell coffee roasters morning bell offers a diverse and unique selection of specialty coffees and have direct personal relationships with their suppliers A few weeks ago, I met a man and his son who accidentally bought a coffee farm in Honduras, and now he sells coffee to Morning Bell. Every morning, I make a latte with my espresso machine for myself and whoever else happens to be around, and I always use Morning Bell coffee. It's always different, always interesting, and overall a great way to start the day. Visit Morning Bell at 111 Main Street in Ames, Iowa, or get their coffee at the Wheatsville Co-op or both high-v locations in Ames. If you do not live in the Ames area, no problem. You can order off their website, MorningBellCoffee.com. And shipping is free anywhere in the United States if you order over two pounds of coffee. And whether you visit the actual location or order online, let them know we sent you. They like hearing how new customers hear about their business. And it shows them and us that this sponsorship thing actually works. So to give you... Noah's doing yoga right now. Noah, good for you. I like that. Multitasking. Okay. Okay. To give you guys kind of an accurate, and any potential sponsors out there, any a kind of an accurate description of how many people are listening to this, I finally found an accurate way to measure the number of listeners we have, and so far we are averaging over 350 listeners per episode, which is like, which exceeds anything we thought we could get when yeah. we first started this. Uh, we just wanted to just sort of get our thoughts out and talk about stuff. That's really cool. Without shirts on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it so far, like, it's... We're really excited about it. so So when we have sponsors, there's a reason for that. And there is a reason that anybody out there who knows people who want this, would want to be sponsors, this, this, there's actually a benefit to this. It's not just fun and games, even though it is fun. And games. And games. Uh, also, at some point with Morning Bell, we will be offering five $10 gift cards to listeners. And we're going to find a creative way to get those out to you guys, maybe some kind of competition or drawing or game or something like that. Uh, maybe in re- and maybe in uh, as a trade for any ideas or prompts that you guys have, and uh, we're excited to get into that. Okay, so we talked about food. We're going to talk about food, but I did say I had an announcement. Okay, I'm so are you guys, you guys, are you guys ready for this? It. Okay, I found the key to happiness. Oh no! <laughs> yes, That's us <so> okay. awesome <laughs> dude. Okay, so I found the key to happiness, and at some point, I would like to kind of like we all talk about why we started, why we wanted to do this podcast, mm-hmm. and I think it's going to be a little different for each of us, and what what I want to go into in a second here is kind of the reason I wanted to do this podcast originally, like, initially I said that mostly it was just, like, worst-case scenario that people learn about podcasts, and it was the summertime, and we were bored, but, like, really the reason was that I think about a lot of things, and I felt like the things I think about could be helpful to other people if I could find a way to articulate them, and had a platform that was easily consumable to get them out there. Mm-hmm. So really, it was either a podcast or write about it. And Ooh. the yeah, the Oh, problem, that's obvious. <laughs> yeah. Don't write. Obvious choice. The problem with writing is that the main problem is that you have to do it, and then the other problem is people have to sit down and want to read it. Noah, you're still doing yoga, and I, <laughs> I respect that. I really do. Thank you. And <clears throat> people just sit down and take their time to read it, and a podcast is... Is much more easy to consume. Just toss your earbuds in, hit up iTunes or SoundCloud, and you're good to go. So that's why I chose that route. Back to the key to happiness. Okay. And I came up with a little, like, a line that kind of, that, that describes, encapsulates. encapsulates the key to happiness. And I don't know if this is, it's not, it may not be finished, but I always kind of wanted a one line that I could always be looking at each day to make sure I was doing those things that was trying to get me a certain level of happiness. So I kind of came with that line. And this is this is what it is. Okay. And I wrote it down. I typed it down. The key to happiness is that we grow in areas we should be growing in every day. Mm-hmm. So there's two parts to that. You grow in certain areas. But they're the areas you should be growing in. Okay. So I think a lot of people, myself included, like, you, you know that growth is important. You... You grow in certain areas, but they're not necessarily the area you should be growing in. So even though you feel satisfied after you, like, reach a certain amount of growth, it wears off. It's fleeting because Mm -hmm. it's not the actual area you should be growing in. And and we do that a lot of times because it's easier to grow in a surface area than it would be to grow in an area that we should be growing in. Because a lot of times the areas we should be growing in are, they're scary and they're uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and they're, like, they're hard to do. And to give an example, like we would rather improve our diets, which is important, like that's that's really important, and we have all done that, but because it's easier than like repairing a relationship with somebody. Mm -hmm. So I think that's where like the distinction between just growing growth by itself isn't enough. I don't think to achieve happiness. Yeah, it has to be an area that is that you should be growing in, and. I don't want to go too in depth to the area, like deciding for individuals what the area should be like that. That's that's very personal and this is not a personal platform. Like I, I would really be interested in, I think we all would be like for people if they wanted to talk with, like I really like having that conversation individually with people mm-hmm. like about the areas they should be growing in, but this is not really the place. Yeah. But th- that's that's the line. The, we, should, we grow in the areas daily that we should be growing in.
1: Yeah, like, if so, I've been working out since like junior year, and so like I I've I I haven't capped it, but there's no reason for me to like spend five hours a day working out, right. when I've like, I'm a fit guy, right? I've, it'd be dumb for me to go to the gym and work out eight hours, yeah. Because I'm like, I'm healthy, right? So like, me doing that instead of going out and learning about how I can improve the world or how like, about things about my degree or anything like that, it'd be just stupid.
0: Right. Yeah, that's a a really good point, that the areas we should be growing in, a lot of times won't have, like, a ceiling to them. Mm -hmm. So, like, you mentioned with working out like that, you you reach a ceiling where you can only do so much, and a lot of those surface areas that we choose to grow in do have a ceiling of potential that we reach fairly quickly. And the areas that we should be growing in, the kind of lifelong growth... Mm -hmm. Those are usually things that will never end, like relationships, things like that. Like knowledge, knowledge. <laughs> those, those are unlimited, really. Like we can get closer and closer to people. We can. We there's always something to work mm. on and improve, and um. <clears throat> and so that's something I've been thinking about a lot lately, and I'm going to keep thinking about it um, until
1: you reach your cap. Until, until I reach you reach until you maxed out on your thinking. <laughs> thinking, <yeah.
0: laughs> uh, which happens at like.
1: Friday right. at, what time is it? 9.20. It's 9.20 at Yeah, Friday. that's usually when I cap out on okay. my um, thinking, thinking abilities, and it just goes silent
0: in my brain. <laughs> um, another thing I've been thinking about before we get to food is the difference between sympathy and compassion. Mm-hmm. So I've been thinking about sympathy as in you show someone that you... Well, we talked about this a little in the personality test, the how do you help someone through a situation? Do you provide emotional support or do you offer them a practical solution? And this isn't the exact same thing, but it's similar. So I think sympathy, you show someone that you f- you feel for their situation, you understand what they're going through. Mm-hmm. And you say like, I feel sorry for you and your situation, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that can be helpful and people do appreciate that. Some people, some people hate sympathy, like, but some people appreciate it in yeah. the way it is. But, uh, I was thinking about compassion being kind of the next step, and that I think compassion uh, is goes beyond sympathy. Like it helps people get through situations.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I was thinking, like as far as what each one looks like. So sympathy looks like I feel sorry for you in your situation, and compassion looks like well, it's it's fine. It happens to everybody. This this is this is a common problem. It's yeah. a common struggle. Like you'll get through it. Yeah. Like. And you think that, that's like, the way to go, right, I think I that's think, the way to go. I think
1: you're right I think it's it's very it's it's hard because um things like anxiety and depression it's like those things are really common if you look around right, but a lot of the time it's like we're made to believe that those are really weird emotions or that, that there's something to be looked down on right. um just by our peers, not necessarily by like teachers or anything like that, but like normalizing it. Gives a person the ability to reach out and ask for help, and right. like, be like, "Hey, I, what am I to do if I'm like?" Yeah. So
0: yeah, so it's it's basically like if you if you say that you feel sorry for someone, they feel like it may be a problem individual to themselves. Mm-hmm. They they may not assume that, but you're not necessarily empowering them to get through it mm-hmm. by just saying like, "Oh, this is a problem you have." I feel sorry for you. Exactly. But by saying this is common, it happens. Just Just move on or... Just deal with it. (laughs) Deal with it already. (laughs) Okay, so don't phrase it quite like that. Okay, maybe Uh, there's a better way. So, just, yeah. I I think that's important to just not make it like it's... um, It just makes it feel like it's normal. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. Um, So that's another thing I've been going over lately. Um, Making people feel like
1: it's okay to feel that, how you're feeling. It's not like you're... You're not weird for
0: feeling that. Right. Yeah, and I think that gives people strength to actually get through the situation, not just feel like people are looking... It's like sympathy, you know that people are looking out for you, mm-hmm. but compassion, You when you feel compassion, you know that people are trying to actually get you through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's important. The third thing that I've been thinking about recently is when you have to deliver some kind of criticism of some sort mm-hmm. to... A person so say you're on a team and you feel like someone someone yeah. is doing a poor job mm-hmm. and you need to help them. The I think the only thing worse than hearing you did a poor job is that hearing that what you do doesn't matter.
1: Yo, my
0: <laughs> da, no. So, my <laughs> ears. No one wants to hear that. So no one wants to hear that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, <mom. laughs> sure, take it. Uh so when delivering criticism, I think it's important to also say I'm telling you this because your job is crucial. Your role is crucial to this process. And if it wasn't crucial, I wouldn't be saying this. Mm-hmm. And then at least they know, n- neither way is going to be pleasant, yeah. but at least they know that there's a reason it, that he's help, this person is giving me advice or giving me criticism, and it's because I matter. Mm-hmm. And that is that is so much more... Uh, that that's so much better than hearing. Yeah. You don't your job doesn't You better. don't matter. That's yeah. so stupid
1: cuz like it at, like I've worked a lot of jobs and it's like you start to realize that no matter how small you are, if you're helping out, you're helping out and that like right. even even the littlest thing, just being there in the environment is beneficial.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um those are the the serious things we've been I've been thinking about lately. And I think we're, we're at 15 minutes. Do you guys think we can just make this a little podcast and then do a food one? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Let's do that then. I think 15 minutes is like the minimum. So. Minimum for, for a, a podcast? A, yeah, a podcast. And with the food stuff, we might go on too long. So we'll just cap this one right here, guys. All right. Okay. We'll be back with a little more food stuff. In episode 5. Oh, dude, we just Let's got go. episode 5. Let's go. Let's go. go. Dude, At next step, episode 100. We are so close. Right we'll said, do it all in one night. <laughs> <laughs> one thing I need to remember is people can't hear nods. So, like, if I'm agreeing with something you're saying, I, t- I have a tendency to nod a lot. But people can't hear my nods. So I need to say... Right, or yes. Or, or We, could or laugh. Have, or we
1: laugh. can have like oh, a sensor it. on our head that notices when we <laughs> nod, and then
0: it plays an automatic like nod sound. <laughs> nod
1: sound. <laughs>
0: <thing>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, we'll look into that. Uh, we'll be back real quick with episode five, and we will talk about food this time. Seriously, we will. We'll get to it. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, so for Thomas Galloway, Evan Isabel, Noah Galloway, this has been the fourth episode of the Galloway and Isabel podcast. Evan, play us out music okay.